see you there. It is I, Dr. Thaddeus Rusty Venture, and this is an intro to True Blue Riffcast with Jeremy and Dave. Riffing about riff tracks and bad movies, such as The Godfather, Citizen Kane, and The Devil Wears Prada. Rusty. Yes, I'm sorry to interrupt, but those are all good movies. In fact, great movies. Well, James, did you ever hear of a little expression called Eye of the Beholder? Well, yes, yes, but there's such a thing as truth, and you're not being very truthful. I disagree. What is truth? What is true blue? What is a riff cast? These are questions. They are questions. Look, why don't we just try a second take? All right. Hello, it is I, Dr. Thaddeus Rusty Venture, and this is an intro to True Blue Riffcast. Riffing about bad movies, such as Back to the Future. The Treasure of the Sierra Madre and Cannibal Run. No, no, this I can't accept this. I mean, I'm not going to say Cannibal Run is great, but it's certainly good of its of its genre. And what genre is that? A film Twitter? What? Look, don't call me that. First of all, uh, a rollicking, frolicking '70s road comedy, I guess. Fair enough, James. Fair enough. All right, well, I, I think that's enough intros. Perhaps we should do an outro now. What do you say? Indeed. 
Thank you for coming to True Blue Riffcast. Sit back, relax, enjoy the cast. All right. Oh, thanks, James. This is the True Blue Riffcast, and I am Jeremy, joined as always by... Hi, I'm Dave, joined as always by Jeremy. How are you, Jeremy? We are live, etc. here on a Tuesday. Well, it's morning for me. I don't think it's morning for you. No, it is uh it is noon for me and this this is probably how it's going to be for at least uh, the next couple months and maybe longer oh, than wow. that depending on after that because uh my work schedule changed and now I have to get up at uh 3 in the morning on Mondays. So I don't feel bad for you. Sunday <laughs> thank you. So Sundays <laughs> uh Sundays aren't going to work. So we're going to do it on whatever day I get off during the week. And at least for the next uh, couple of weeks, it is uh, Tuesday. So the next couple of Tuesdays will be here, same time at noon. Yeah, but uh, we didn't have a show last week because of it's, Halloween, so it's, it's good to be Halloween. back. Halloween, yep. I'm very excited lots about of stuff today. Has happened, yeah. Oh, lots, lots of stuff, stuff has happened. Yeah. yeah, lots of stuff. Like uh, these new leaks that are just coming out today about Spider-Man. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna be Mr. Spoilies here live? Yeah, on we're Twitch? gonna be Mr. Spoilies live. Yes, live on the Is True Blue Riftcasters. No spoilers, or we're gonna ban you. Oh, probably not. Oh no. well, I don't know. There might be, I guess. But uh, yeah, some new stills have leaked from another uh, apparent leaked trailer, like the first one that we got a couple days before they released the actual trailer. Uh, and this one shows a few people that have long been speculated to be in this movie, including Matt Murdock and uh, maybe a couple other uh, Spider-Men. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I think we can say it like, like to- Toby Maguire's and uh, the other one, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Toby and Andrew. Yeah. There, yeah. there is a picture. This is a brand new picture. It's not the same ones that were leaked before of Toby, Andrew, and Tom all standing together, all with their masks off. Holding them, uh, but they each have their you know respective movie suits on, so that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be kind of dumb if they didn't do that. Like if they're doing everything else, they're bringing in they're... all these villains, but let's not bring in the Spider-Man. Well, yeah, you let's know. not bring in. Let's not do the one thing that everybody would like flock to the theater to see. Right? Yeah. You tell people this is happening. This movie is going to be ballistic. Like, yeah, like no, I mean, like I think like when the next trailer drops probably is. Or I don't know. I don't know if they would want to put it in the trailer. Be like, oh, we want people to be surprised in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why it's I don't know. If you wanted internet. people to be surprised in the theater, then you wouldn't have put uh, Spider-Man in the Captain America Civil War trailer, all right? Yeah, right. You would have just done that dumb crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but today uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the second half of the uh, <laughs> group of Harry Potter films. We did the first four uh, our last episode, so we're going to be finishing that up today, uh, which is kind of good timing because right now they're celebrating 20 years of Harry Potter movies. <laughs> oh, God. Came well, we haven't first had a Harry Potter on. movie in like, in like, what, 10 years? I, it's been it's been a while since the last one came out. I don't know yeah. exactly when that was, but... Uh, yeah, look. but what you were saying before I interrupted you is that the first one came out in... 2001. 2001, yes. Yeah, when they're all little tiny baby people. Yes. 
Uh, let's see. When did this one come out? I've got it up, but it's not giving me a release date. Where is it? Uh, 2011 was, yeah, was when the yeah. last. Yeah, so it's been, t- oh gosh. The Deathly Hallows Part 2. We live in a universe where 2011 was a decade ago. Yeah. that. It doesn't seem real, like. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a real number. Uh, but yeah. we're also going to be talking about the last uh, Rift Tracks live show that we got here for this year. Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes. As for the people watching, you can see I've got my shirt on for the for the live shows. It still says 2020, but well, I mean, we, all know, our, we all know what happened there. So. Our 2020 and 2021, just like different halves of one big long year. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely feels like it. Like it's just one one big long double XL year. Cluster cluster F. Yes. Of, a big of one. Nonsense. Oh boy. So what's new with Dave? Uh well um, How's how's the search how's the search for narrators for your audiobooks going? well well, I'm glad you asked. It's, it, it almost seemed like we 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 set this up. To, to discuss this, but um, we don't set anything up ahead of time. No, no, not at all. About. We just do completely. We like guys. Look, here's like real talk. This is how uh, this is how the show is produced. Jeremy takes, uh, Jeremy takes just like notes, like all kinds of notes of everything he wants to talk about. I come here. I don't like. Well, I mean, I don't not prepare, but I don't really <laughs> prepare that much. I just come here and I just say whatever's on my mind. Jeremy takes notes. I don't do any of that. Yeah. Um, I just, and like, then I'll, half I'll the him... time I lose my notes and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I like have some ideas of kind of things that I want to talk about. One thing is there, something that happened is, was, was, I believe, I believe a direct result of something that happened the last time we were live. Ooh. So, uh, remember how I was uh, complaining about how, um, I was looking for narrators and I was getting, uh, like ro- like robots like auditioning. Yeah, and you're getting like spam. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't think that this could happen, and they were like, Hey, if you guys want to, I put up the audition links. Unfortunately, after we uh, like like right after we uh, finished re- uh, re- doing our stream last time, uh, immediately afterwards, uh, I found out unfortunately that. Uh, my 16-year-old cat had to be put down. Yeah, I saw that. Because it was not good. Uh, so uh, I spent the rest of the day being sad. Um, but uh, the uh, later that night, I get, I get like two emails in succession of each other. And they're both auditions. I'm like, oh, this is cool. So, But I didn't listen to it that night. The, the, the next day, I got up. I mean, I got subsequent auditions for all three of these things. The auditions started rolling in. But um, I got uh, two auditions, one for Happy Valley, the other for Son of Santa, from this same woman. And I'm not going to say her name because I'm not really sure if she wants me to say who she is. Uh, but they're excellent. They were awesome. This woman is just, like, amazing. And she's, like, professional. I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, the best auditions I've gotten so far. So I contacted her, and I didn't want her to do both of them. Uh, not because she's not awesome, but because that's a lot of work. Uh, so I said, hey, um, uh, I love your audition. You know, you have a great, awesome sounding voice. How would you like to do Son of Santa? She said yes. Uh, she had to fill out some kind of form. For some reason, 
she contacted me on Twitter and like hmm. added me on Twitter and said that like, hey, I filled out this form. I'm like, cool. So like, you know, like a nosy Nelly, I go to her, her, her Twitter thing, her page on Twitter, and she's followed by like some people that we know. Like, like, like within like the Misty verse, uh-huh. I'm not gonna, I like, like, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this woman's privacy down as much as I can. Cause I don't want to like embarrass her or anything, even though I'm saying all these great things about her. But, um, uh, so I was like, Hmm. And then I noticed one of her followers was someone I know who definitely listened last time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. So, that kind of leads me to believe that um, this great, awesome narrator that I have for 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 Son of Santa listens to this pot either either listens to this podcast or is like in our orbit. I have like a very good reasons to believe she's in like the whole Rift Tracks orbit. Um, and I was like, well, this is like this is really really cool. So, and I think she either listens to the podcast or one of our listeners. Not going to mention his name, but uh, Josh Flowers is are his initials. Tipped her <laughs> off. Uh, uh, watch out for chat. See if any of this is confirmed in the chat. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's amazing. She's awesome, and it was because of I believe. I mean, I haven't talked to her about it, but I believe it was because you know we brought it up on the podcast last time. So yeah, it's pretty pretty cool, pretty awesome. I mean, I went and I checked out her website and. You know, she like does like really good singing stuff. She's done other acting stuff. It's going to be her first audiobook. That's but cool. uh, I have every confidence that she's going to be amazing. Awesome. Well, uh, uh, thank you, whoever whoever you are, for uh, yeah. For I don't want that for yeah, Dave. <laughs> I'm really kind of like uh, <laughs> like like I almost didn't want to bring it up, but I think that's such a cool story. Like that, it's potentially because of the podcast. Yeah, it definitely seems that um, way for sure. Yeah, uh, but uh, but I also like want to respect her privacy because she hasn't said anything about it anywhere else. So it's just like, well, you know, uh, the next time I talk to her, I'll talk to her about it. It'd be like, hey, is it okay if I say your name? Because you don't want to say people's name, like that, you know. Right. At least wait. You don't want to do that. You yeah. know, if you have to wait until it's released, then you know, whatever. That's that is what yeah. it is. But. Cool. That's yeah, that's but, very cool. Um, I have another story that's sort of adjacent to that. It won't it, it won't it won't it, 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 it won't take very long. So <laughs> you and I are friends on Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um so you remember how I said, Hey, I'm looking for on, on Facebook, I also mentioned this on Facebook as well. I'm looking for narrators. If you are a voice actor or an actor on my friends list, contact me and we'll see what we can do. Like Basically, I was opening up, opening it up for auditions to like my friends who you know I would uh, give preferential treatment to because they are my friends and that's <laughs> right. just how the world works, you know. Okay, so I was contacted that day by like fifteen people. Whoa. Okay, by pe- like like who are on like some 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 I know semi well, others. Con- just contacted me out of out of nowhere, and I'd be like, "They're like, hey, look at my website. I do this podcast, and all of them were just like, <laughs> I have a podcast, and I've been in audio dramas and, and stuff, and just like just like telling this stuff, but I've never done an audio book before." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And they're like all bragging, like like puffing themselves up, like they're awesome. Yeah, and I'm like, cool. Well, here's a link, 
to the audition site, you might have to register with ACX. Go ahead and audition. You know, I, 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 but the thing, not one of those people auditioned out of like 15, <laughs> 20 people who contacted me on Facebook. Not one of those MFers auditioned. And I'm like, nice. well, this is weird. And, but one of them, even after, no, it wasn't after I found, uh, because I was able to fill all of them. Uh, the thing was, is that um, one, of them e- one, per- one, one of them emailed me back. They'd be like, you know, this is royalty share. I don't think I could do that kind of work for just a royalty share. <laughs> now, what that is, is that the royalty share option is that I don't pay the narrator anything up front because I'm broke. Yeah. Um, but in return, they get 50% of my royalties. So that's a royalty share. The narrator will, the narrator and the author will share. The other option is to just pay the narrator like hundreds or thousands of dollars up front. And then I own the production completely. I mean, I own the, the production completely anyway. They just get 20% of the, not 20%, 50% of my royalties, which is 20% of everything the audiobook makes. Yeah. And uh, I got this real snarky email from this guy. be like, well, I don't know if I could do that kind of work for just a royalty share. I think you should have to do all the work. And he, he said this. He'd be like, I think you should narrate it if that's what you're going to ask people to do. Rah, rah. I just <laughs> didn't respond. And I was like, <laughs> and I went to his website. His podcast, his podcast is terrible. And, like, he's terrible at editing. So I was like, like, dude, first of all, I didn't ask you to do anything. I invited you to – I invited everybody to audition. You know, it's like, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and, like, just because just you're awesome, just give you the part if you're not even going to audition? Screw you, dude. Yeah. So I think that may have been – I'm not saying that they were all like this. I'm just saying that maybe a few of them had that kind of attitude. Um, but – uh <laughs> But later that day, um, because I got like multiple auditions for people who are actually on ACX, narrators who are in the audiobook game or who want to be in the audiobook game. Yeah. And they're gonna work they're gonna work very hard. They just wanna get something under their belt. Right. So I kind of feel that if I kinda like did all these audiobooks myself, which I don't want to do. I mean, who wants to listen to me for ten hours <laughs> over multiple books? No. <laughs> um, but uh I think I would kind of like if I'm building this empire and if I have the opportunity to give other people opportunities to like get an audiobook under their belt, even though even if I can't pay them very much or anything at all up front and they're willing to do that. Well, shouldn't I give them that opportunity? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's but, better but, than saying, well, I'll, you can do it for exposure. Yeah, no. I, yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> but interestingly enough, and we're going to talk about riff tracks and movies here in just a second, but I just want to get like, yeah, eventually, yeah. But um, uh, the night of, the day of Riff Tracks Live, this, this guy sent me this, the day of Riff Tracks Live. And I'm like, whatever, <laughs> screw you, dude. Um, and I got an audition from a girl for the Tumbley dossier. And again, I'm not going to mention her name. But uh, and she was awesome. And I was like, hey, uh, you're my number one choice. Would you like to do it? And she's like, yeah, it might take me, you know, a, a week or two weeks if I have to do all the editing. And I was like, well, ACX makes you do the editing. So, yeah, well, two weeks, but you don't have to do it that fast. And I gave her a delivery date. And she signed the contract and I Googled this girl. Apparently, 
she's a big deal. Really? Yeah, she she um she has like I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to jinx it. And uh but uh I mean like she signed the contract and everything. But I'll I'll tell you Jeremy who it is offline. All right. But uh I'll just say this woman has been nominated for a daytime Emmy award. What? Yeah. That's yeah. So that's hey, awesome. dude. <laughs> dude who has a podcast who didn't want to work for a royalty share. <laughs> yeah. That's But anyway, I got all three. I, well, well, technically all four because Rick Wolf of uh Incognito Cinema Warriors XP and Robot Co-op is doing Monkey. Nice. That'll and, be that'll uh, be good, I'm sure. Yeah, so uh he's actually been working on that for a while. Um but uh but the rest of them, yeah, Happy Valley Center Santa and the Tumbleweed Dossier. I got amazing narrators for. I mean, nice. they're just like I, I don't think, and they're all audiobook rookies, but they all sound amazing. So I'm very happy with my stable of of narrators, especially cool. especially the one who may be listening right now. <laughs> cool. Now let's let's go on and talk to uh, talk about something that's not amazing. And that's uh, Movie Head Pictures Twitter feed. Da-da-da-da. Oh, I haven't looked at that in a minute. <laughs> uh, it's just been a few pictures recently. Um, one with uh, think... James and a couple of the actors. Uh, he's like framing them for a shot or something. It says, Birdemic yeah. 3 is the second movie to be filmed at San Juan Batista since Vertigo. So he's filming on... <laughs> Location of Vertigo. He's like super into Vertigo lately. Uh, he also took a shot at uh, the Hitch the Hitchcock House, where he's filming Birdemic Three. Uh, and then he posted a picture from uh, the amazingly talented Damian Carter, where he had just finished <laughs> recording his new song for Birdemic Three, entitled "Cosmic Beauty." Cosmic. Wait a minute! Didn't he do? Uh... Starbright was the one for uh, Birdemic Two, okay. and he did hanging out with my family for the first Birdemic, and then he did a he did a song for the spiritual love because he was the he was you, the pastor yeah, guy Jack, that, yeah, that he yeah, talked he was, to at Julie Jack. Yeah, be like, yeah, hey, it's totally okay to go uh, <laughs> be in a relationship with a computer ghost. Yeah, yeah. love is in your heart, man. Yeah, it's God is down love. with you doing a machine and alt in <laughs> cyberspace. Yeah, so so that's a thing. So there's there's uh, our quick little check in on on James. Here did we on talk the about how? Um, did we talk about how Rod's going to be in it? And yes, Natalie yes, is not okay. That. All right, yeah. Want... yeah, Natalie wanted nothing to do with it, and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> Whitney Moore is the actress's name. Yeah, she's yes. like, no, and thank if, you. If you've ever seen the, the meme of the girl, like, with her hands on the sides of her face and, like, staring in awe at the stretchy cheese on the pizza, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, kind oh of an older gosh. one, but, but that's her. Anyway, let's let's move on now to the weekend box office. We've got a Ooh. little bit to talk about here. Uh, the number one movie, of course, to nobody's surprise, Marvel's Eternals, it, bringing in over $71 million. Now, for a Marvel up. movie, that's allegedly underperforming. I actually saw this movie. 
Uh, yeah, it's it got less than Shang Chi did. Yeah. For the opening weekend, but uh, we've got Dune in at second place, which is also available to stream on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's that one made seven point eight million dollars for a total. It's it's a little it's a little under eighty five million right now. Uh, mm-hmm. No time to die. And at third, Venom. Let there be carnage. At fourth, and uh, the apparently completely terrible Ron's gone wrong. Uh, animated feature with Zach Galifianakis, bringing up uh, the end of that with fifth place. Oh no! I actually saw Dune and Eternals since the last time we podcasted. I hear a dog. <laughs> yeah, I think the mailman's here. Okay, but um, uh, Dune was actually pretty good, even though I only kind of knew what was going on most of the time, but well, I think I got it all figured out. They're making that like a three-part thing. instead oh, of really? Instead of what they did to David Lynch with his version of Dune from the 80s, uh, which is where he originally had like a four-and-a-half-hour-long movie uh, mm-hmm. to cover everything that was in the book, and then the studio's like, nah, and they're like, you gotta, you got to drop a couple hours off of that. So he literally had to like take a big like war scene and turn it into like this very short montage. The montage. That's why that happened in that movie. But this one they're they're actually doing the whole story over three parts. Here's my thing about Dune, about 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 this Dune. Is that holy crap, crack a joke once in a while, you guys. You're th- <laughs> it's also serious. Why would you hire Dave Batista if you're not going to have him crack wise? I mean, I, do I you don't... really need to crack a joke when one of your guys' characters' name is Duncan Idaho? Duncan Idaho, yeah. That's no, one no, of the like, dumbest it's... sci-fi names ever. Duncan Idaho. It's, it's like Johnny Utah. <laughs> but um, no, but man, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what. I mean, it's good. Um, I don't know if I would see it again. I'll see the sequel. But like, like, I don't know. Like, I was trying to explain Dune to my parents, and I did it very poorly. <laughs> but then, like, but then, like, they're like, "Oh, well, what else is in the movie theater?" Because I was having dinner with them the other night, and they're like, "Oh, well, I saw the Eternals the other day," and my parents are very, very, um, very conservative, very religious. Not to get into that aspect of it, but like, yeah they would not watch something like Game of Thrones. Yeah. And um, the thing is about the Eternals is that it has both Richard Madden and Kit Harington in it. Uh, Rob Stark is fake Superman and uh, uh, Kit Harington, they're setting him up to be uh, Black the Black Knight, Knight in yeah. a later movie. So, but early on, early on, there's a scene, a straight Game of Thrones fan service. Why is there a helicopter flying that low <laughs> over me? Why? Why are you doing this to me? What the hell is going on? Welcome to live podcasting, folks. That's a new uh, one. Uh, That's definitely a new one. I don't think we've ever what? been interrupted that, that, by a helicopter before. I'm very angry right now because what? Why, why the <laughs> hell is that helicopter doing way out here? I live in the middle of nowhere. I don't know why that helicopter is out here. Anyway, I'm very upset, but uh, 
what was I saying? Oh, yeah, there was a straight Game of Thrones fan service. And I mean, not to get spoilery or anything, but like um, they had a scene where they had Richard Madden, Richard Madden's character meet Jon Snow's character, John, John, Kit, Kit, Kit Harrington's character on screen. They like meet and shake hands like you'll be like, oh, we brothers from another life or something or something like that. It's just like, I don't know. Eternals, I had fun watching it. I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of fun watching it. Uh, Rob Stark is Rob Stark as fake Superman's best thing about that movie, but it does have a lot of problems. Um, I'm not gonna say what they are, but uh, it's worth a watch. But if if you had to choose, I would say wait for Disney Plus for Eternals. Dune is worth seeing in the movie theater, but I would wait for like you know if you're if your dollars stretched thin, wait for Eternals to come out on Disney Plus. Speaking of Disney Plus, uh, if you guys didn't get to see Shang Chi, that's coming out this Friday on Disney Plus. I'm excited to watch it again. I liked the fights a lot in that movie. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's very no retreat. It's, it's it's a very Jeremy movie. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, well, let's uh, let's move along here, and let's let's get talking about. Uh, oh yeah, this, we have, uh, we have, wonderful we have like ten thousand movies we have to talk about. <laughs> This wonderful movie uh, that was a made-for-TV sequel, the fourth in the series uh, for Amityville, that is The Evil Escapes. And I gotta say, oh, go ahead. this movie was weird. It was... I gotta say, I I enjoyed it on a different level. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because I thought it was a very strange choice for Riff Tracks Live. Um, if it had been me, I would have gone, gone, gone with Ghost House and had this been a VOD. But oh. Well, this this is uh, going to be a VOD. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But I oh, was, my I God. Was Ghost a... House would have been amazing. Yeah. We've been pushing for that since you know, the podcast began. But, um, but uh, no, I, I, quite, I actually think I enjoyed myself with this one more than I enjoyed myself with Rift Tracks Live Hobgoblins. I, I it was it was I a really that. good time. I get that. It was completely. a really really good time. Um, before we get into the uh, uh, the the story aspect of it, there's one thing I wanted to point out. You know, the kid, the guy, the boy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's, yeah. That was, you want you know yeah. who that actor is? I found yeah, that out. Was, that was Nog. That's Nog from Deep Space Nine. That's Aaron Eisenberg. Who's yeah. dead? <laughs> yeah, he passed uh, two years ago. Yeah. When I found that out, I was like, that was Nog? Yeah. How did I know? I was like, this kid. Him? Oh. <laughs> I, there was something familiar about his, just like his facial features in general. Yeah. And yeah. I, had I a big old butt glued to his head. Yeah, <laughs> I looked it up. Like, as soon as we were walking out of the theater, I'm like, oh, okay, that was Nog. And I was I'm... like, that's crazy. I get but, it. But um, anyway, the story is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh, completely, because like, okay, the first the first thing to to mention here is at the end of Amityville three, they blew up the house. The I've house never seen was destroyed. The, so, I've never seen any of the Amityvilles. I gotta say. So this one just kind of negates that completely. Uh, it ignores the fact that the house was destroyed, but uh, so we have this, these two old ladies at 
an estate sale at this house. <laughs> it's a yard sale. Yeah, and they're going and they they find this lamp, this lamp that has been possessed by the evil spirit from the house. And uh, the one old lady just like, oh, this thing's amazing. I'm gonna buy it and send it to my to my sister, who, <laughs> or to my niece or aunt or whatever, to my, whatever, to, whoever to it was. My, to, to like my old bitty sister. It's yeah, like... yeah, it was uh, Alice, Alice Leacock. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she, she cuts her finger on the lamp. And this is definitely important. This is like Chekhov's finger, you know. Yeah. Uh, she she buys the lamp. She packages it up, and she gets it delivered out to California. Yeah. From Amityville, New York, to California. This huge lamp that is, like, person-sized. I don't even want to know even even back when in uh, when this movie was made i don't want to know how much it would have cost to ship something cost, like that this is like as a practical joke and yeah. then like okay why didn't the sister like immediately throw it away i would not have kept it i would have been like really this is what you're going to send me i would have stamped return to sender or something on it but yeah. uh when when the uh, delivery guy comes to get the lamp She's rinsing off her finger, which is now all purple. Like the whole yeah, finger is problem. purple. And she's just rinsing it off under the water. She's like, I've had worse. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, halfway through the movie, she dies from tetanus. Yeah. And she has. Um, <laughs> that she got from the evil lamp. From, yeah. And, <laughs> and young, young Frederick Lane plays a, uh, just in, plays the priest. Yeah. He's trying to find where the lamp went because he knows that the spirit went in the lamp. But uh, it's in California now at uh, at the Leacock House. The Leacock House. Uh, and so, and, so and, and then Patty, Patty Duke. Duke moves in. Yeah. Yes, and uh, and this is this is another kind of deep deep connection with Rift Tracks because Patty Duke's son is, of course, Sean Astin. And so, you know, we've got that going for us. But, uh, oh, my God, this movie. Okay, she's got three daughters. Uh, The youngest daughter, Jessica, uh, thinks that uh, her dad is still alive. Their their father has passed, and she is convinced that he is still alive. Even before they move into the house, she's convinced of it. And she becomes a lamp worshiper. Yeah. Yes, yeah. because it takes on the form of her dad to talk to her, and you know, ends up brainwashing her and stuff. It's, it's really, it's really weird. Yeah. This, uh, this lamp, of course, is making all kinds of things happen in the house. Uh, it somehow puts the the lady's uh, parrot in the toaster oven. <laughs> which yeah, even like I could have sworn <laughs> I put this cover over this over the the bird cage. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it just hated you that much that it took its own life by get by roasting itself alive in the toaster. <laughs> it uh, scares the crap out of the cat Pepper. Yeah. Um. It. We're trying to remember what else this lamp does. Uh, the handyman's son comes over to who, pick what, up who, uh, the, who the the yeah the older daughter is way into him. Yeah. Even though he's not, I don't know. I think I thought he looked kind of. He wore a letter jacket, Jeremy. (laughs) 
He was coming to pick up. What was he picking up? Was he picking up the toaster oven? No, I, I or don't the know. tea kettle. It was the tea kettle because it burnt. It burnt uh, her hand. Yeah. Even though anyway, it shouldn't have yeah. because it had a plastic thing. Uh, the he garbage disposal hand, yeah. isn't working. So he tapes. He actually does this smart. He tapes up the light, the switch for the disposal, so it can't accidentally get flipped while he's got his hand down there. Yeah. So he sticks his hand down there, and the lamp flicks the switch. It pushes the tape out of the way, and it flips <laughs> the switch, and uh, homeboy loses a couple fingers <laughs> down. In the I thought it was his whole disposal. hand. I probably. I think it was his whole hand because later on, when the plumber gets there, <laughs> like that's God, how the plumber, the plumber dies is because like the hand is still is what's causing yeah. is what's causing the the backup. Yeah, that's he opens right. It okay, up and the hand, the whole hand, like. Falls out on him, and then like the we uh, we black need to we goo. need to talk yeah. about this scene in particular because uh it was really gross like like okay when they're leading up to it the plumber's crawling under the house he's going through the crawl space he's trying to find like the access point or whatever and yeah. he finds it and he starts like trying to undo it and it's stuck pretty good and then the pipe starts bulging and then Bill says. Oh, by the way, I hope everybody had a nice big dinner before they came here tonight. <laughs> and the pipe, you know, he gets the end off and this just gross sludge. All this sludge. Sewage starts coming out. And, and I think it was Kevin. He's like, oh, it's just chocolate pudding that somebody <laughs> ate the other day, you know. <laughs> and like, no, yeah, like the hand like, comes yeah. out of there and. The best part about the plumber is that after the the lamp kills him, uh, the lamp then possesses the van and starts it up and drives it away. Yeah. So there's this dead plumber in the crawl space that they never find out no, about. No, they, okay, look, they, they, he, he's never mentioned again. And presumably, because he's dead, he doesn't put the, the sewage or he doesn't put the plumbing back together. So, so the whole basement's going to flood with sewage. Yeah, the whole basement's like not really going to flood, <laughs> but like all their like poo and stuff is going to like oh. empty out right onto his face. You know? <laughs> so. Uh, and, and look, you know, I know we're kind of jumping around, but there's really not much story to this other than no, evil other lamp than, killing uh, people. That's the story. Oh, also, um, there's like um, they uh, uh, Patty Duke is talking to her mom, like, "Oh, you don't want us here, like you don't love me." Of course, I don't love you. It's like the grandma's <laughs> kind of a bitty. Oh, the and, grandma does like, not want these people in her house. She really does not like uh, Fred, the the boy. I think it's Fred. Yeah. No, Fred. Fred is the parrot. Sorry. Uh, who's the boy? What's what's his name? Brian. Uh, yeah, she does no, not yeah, like him. So there's no. a scene where he's looking around in the basement. And he picks up a chainsaw that's on the workbench. The chainsaw <laughs> starts on its own and like and starts like, swinging ah! itself around the room while he's hanging on to it. And you can clearly tell this kid is terrified. Like he actually looks very scared. And yeah. like people come down and he's like almost hitting them with the chainsaw. And the grandma just starts yelling at him. Like, she's like, look what you've done to my basement. Why would look you start you the chainsaw? All, look, what you, look what you've done to all of my, 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 my jams and my, jellies. My grandma things. Like, that's like the most grandma basement ever. <laughs> it totally is. But it's just like, I didn't do it. And obviously we know he did it, but I think she would have like grabbed a belt like, and just went to town, man. Yeah. On that yeah, kid. Yeah, because she, 
because she was clearly born in like 1888. I mean, it's or or she behaves like it, and um, but like but like the mom and the grandma are always taking like these passive aggressive digs at each other. <laughs> uh, just like I'm, I'm like, who wrote this? So anyway, uh, Frederick Lane. I don't know how you say his last name. I'm just called Frederick Lane. Uh, the priest shows up. Uh, and, um, Father it's really like, uh, yeah, it's like, I'm gonna, uh, free the, these people from this lamp and there's a big <laughs> climax and then other things happen, big climax in the attic and the lamp goes, I want to know like where this house was situated because the lamp goes through the window in the climax. Yeah, it, because grandma picks up the lamp and chucks it out the window through the attic and I the house that. is situated on a cliff, but yeah. it can't have been that close to the cliff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, no way. So she, like, supermans this thing. She just defenestrates it, and it just goes Look, flying okay. out onto the beach, and it explodes. I don't, want to sound, I don't want to sound sexist or anything, but there's no way that grandma did that. <laughs> she was this little old lady who must have weighed, like, 75 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. Like, she was skin and bone. There was nothing to her. But she just yeets this lamp, like, 500 <laughs> yards. Like, uh, it's like, how, how did you do that? And gentlemen, first time the word yeet was ever used on the True Blue Rift cast right there. And well, there's no other way. Me. There's no other way to describe it. That's exactly what she did. Like, first she picked up the axe, and she was going to, like, chop it or something. Because they were like, yeah, Team Axe Grandma, woo. Yeah, but okay. So, like, the name of this episode now is uh, "Grandma Yeets This Thing." <laughs> Grandma Yeets This Thing. Okay, I'll write it down so I don't forget. Okay. But I don't. Yeah, she... I don't get to name the time. I don't get to name the shows that often. So when I do, I I force it in there by saying it live on the stream. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it. Was a crazy, stupid ending. Like. Like, like oh, who yeah, would have okay, said that the hundred-year-old woman invited and doesn't it doesn't it possess like the dog or, or the cat? Yeah, that at the very end they're yeah. looking for the cat, and uh, it shows the cat down on the beach playing around the uh, the lamp, and all of a sudden the film freeze frames, and then the eyes glow red on the cat, and that's yeah. the end of the movie. Because they used up all their special effects budget, which was, which was, <laughs> which was not which very was, much, which was sixteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, they probably spent most of that buying flies. Yeah, they got to like, yeah, they like most of the special effects. I think were probably done like in camera. I think, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I don't know. This was it's it, it's a bad movie that I'm sure everyone involved is ashamed of. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, like, of like, course, if you like, look at it, most of the cast is dead. So yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, Even I'm not ones... saying that to be mean, but I mean, like, most of these people in this movie were old. Yeah, and there were a few. There were a few kids in the movie, and and sadly, uh, at least one you know, of them is dead. Yeah, yeah. Nah, the the only one who probably had an actual career. Yeah. And hey, he was in the best the best Star Trek series. He was so. in he was in the best Star Trek. That's true. Yeah. It's a true it's a true fact. Deep Space Nine. At DC author at D Chadwick author on Twitter if you want to at me. <laughs> hey, Discovery I agree with you one hundred percent on that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I don't like any of the new stuff. But we're not gonna get yeah. into that again. Yeah, well, let's not get into that, yeah. <laughs> 
But if if, if you we guys want to get into a real Twitter fight, yeah. If you guys missed uh, missed this one live for whatever reason, it wasn't shown at your theater or you know whatever. Uh, it will be coming out as VOD, and if we go by the timing from Hobgoblins, it should be out early December. Yeah, uh, as a VOD, and of course, if you backed uh, last year's Kickstarter at the right level, you'll be getting that uh, for free added to your library. There was also a very good short for this one. Uh, it was like uh, remember what accidents. It was. It's your fault oh, or something right. like that. Okay, yeah. And it took place in like this this mill. <laughs> and uh, oh, okay. I, this, all right, I'm remembering this it now with short the was yeah. <laughs> Okay, I love all the workplace safety shorts that they do, but this one was wild because, like, it's got this Gomer Pyle guy, and he's, he's like, in charge of safety at this mill, and he's hanging up this sign that's really just a mirror, and it says, uh, the accident is your fault or something like that at the top of it, basically saying, you know, you have to be accountable, you have to watch out for stuff, and uh, you you have to be safe, and that will stop most of the accidents. And this guy comes into work, uh, Mike. Was his name Mike? Big Mike, I think yeah, they called yeah, him. Yeah, Big Mike. And, then and uh, the, yeah, yeah. That, uh, and that, he's that super angry because later, his yeah. piece of crap car won't start. Yeah. And so he has to get a ride to work with this safety guy, and uh, he goes yeah. in and he's just like he's it's super a big angry. inconvenience, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have to drive today, darn. Um, and he's not paying attention. He gets his hand stuck in some of the machinery. And uh, it's about as it's about as convincing as the effect where the guy got his hand cut off by the disposal uh, in the movie. Yeah. But this is where I got mixed up because this guy lost a couple of his fingers. He didn't lose his whole ah, hand. Ah, yeah. Um, so he's in the hospital after after they carry him through the mill and they lay him down right in front of the mirror and literally grab his head and make him look at himself in the mirror. <laughs> It's like, guys, come on. It's like, this just happened. And, uh, yeah, so he's 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 in the hospital, and his daughter is there giving him his favorite fruit. Tomato. Tomato. Okay, now, if you want to get technical, I mean, not to get all Nancy Reagan on you or anything, <laughs> but tomatoes are technically fruit. But anybody yes. who, like, considers them, like, fruit in their heart is an idiot. <laughs> Because they're clearly very vegetable-y. Yes. Like, they're gross. So, like, I've always, <laughs> I've always described tomatoes as uh, disgusting bastard apples. Oh, that's a good like, one. I don't, like, yeah, I no. am not a fan of tomatoes. Uh, yeah, I'll no. eat them if they're oh, well, in, like, okay, a sauce well, or something, but I don't like, like yeah, yeah. Tomatoes. Well, well, tomato sauce is different. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll do that. Or, like, ketchup. I don't got a problem. Like, well, if you don't like tomatoes, why don't you like ketchup? It's, like, not the same thing. No, it's not. Dingus. It's ketchup like, is it's... not just tomato blood, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you saw that too. <laughs> yes. But uh, <laughs> so while he's in the hospital eating tomatoes, uh, they wheel this in another idiot. guy. This other who's younger. He's about the daughter's age. Yeah. And, oh uh, God. His name is also Mike. <laughs> and uh, he broke his leg. I don't remember what they said he was doing, but he broke his leg dorking around doing something. Yeah. And uh, the daughter goes over with the with the basket of fruit. Yeah, and like a romance starts. <laughs> and like, I really like this tomato too. And I think, doesn't the dad have like a problem with it? Like, oh, I don't yes. know what's going on. 
well, he's he's always just looks like a mean old angry asshole anyway. Yeah. So like the what, fact that what do they call it? What do they call it for 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 girls who look like that? They say they have resting bitch face. Yeah. This going to be something like that. There's got to be a male equivalent of resting bitch face. Yeah. There, I'm sure there is. But uh, yeah, so he gets out of the of the hospital. And he's rethinking, you know, he's like, yeah, I guess it probably was my fault because I was, you know, super, super angry that day. And, uh, yes, <laughs> it's like the classic grape and raisin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a atomic hero squad in the chat. Yeah. Uh, but the, the dude is like super angry, but he comes out and he's. He's feeling better now, and he's more self-conscious. And then the stupid safety guy it shows him running around, like, bullfighting with the a, guy driving yeah, the, forklift the forklift because he stole one of yeah. his, like, cigarettes or something. Yeah, no, it's kind of it's kind of silly, but, like, doesn't he end up looking at himself in the mirror or something stupid? Yeah, and he's yeah, like, the- oh. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm the narrator. What? And that's uh, Yeah, that's what, that's, like, the very end of it. That kind of it's... reminds me of Buffalo Rider, like how at the end where the narrator ended up being like the grandson of the baby. Yeah, there's something really dumb. But it was a great short. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. But, yeah, the, uh, the whole show, if if you missed it, uh, you'll be able to check it out yeah. uh, in like a month probably from now. They, they're pretty good about their turnaround time with this. So. Yep. And it's it's totally worth your time, completely, a hundred percent. This Rift Tracks live season was so so bizarre, and I mean, like in a couple of different ways. It's kind of like the movie selection was a little bit more bizarre than usual, and of yeah. course the COVID thing, where it ended up being like right where it got delayed, and the twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one Rift Track seasons were the same thing, and yeah. It's like, it's you know, so like, peculiar. yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, excited for the 2022 Rift Tracks live season. Just, just to see, I don't think recover is the, the right word, but just kind of like see how, like everyone, like we all have, how they kind of like bounce back from the pandemic restrictions. Yeah. And, guy and, from Harlem. and, and, and guy how we, from yeah, Harlem. Guy, from, guy, guy from Harlem and Ghost House. <laughs> Those would be great. Public domain. Yes. You don't have to pay anybody squat. No, just do it. Do Do it. it. Do it. It would be your biggest live show in a while. Both me and Jeremy would go to it. Yes. (laughs) That's a whole thing. Even though we both go to all of them. Yeah, this I mean, this is also true. Yeah, no, I think our 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 I we've mentioned it many times. Uh, we we both have our live rift tracks live our, our dream rift tracks live uh shows and on both of our lists is ghost house and uh and guy from harlem yeah so. i and i think everyone probably has their their own uh wish yeah. list of of stuff and i'd be willing to bet that there'd be more than quite a few people who who have either of those on their uh on their live show wish, wish list especially but. the true blue rift tracks fans yeah they definitely, definitely uh, have it drop. on there. <laughs> oh, well, Dave, the question. Yeah. Would you watch Amityville for the Evil Escapes by itself? 
No, no, no. I I would not. <laughs> Just I, sorry. I wouldn't have even watched it when it was the movie of the week on NBC back in 1989 when it aired. Yeah, just like it doesn't. It's it, number one. It's like not really kind of like in my wheelhouse because I actually listened to like I, I haven't watched any of the Amityville horror movies. Yeah, you know, they're like big horror staples. But I did listen to the audiobook because I'm way into audiobooks now for the Amityville. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, it was um, included in my Audible Plus subscription, and um, I didn't. I like. So, like, it's the whole thing with Amityville, it's kind of bullcrap, but not just because it's like ghosts and, and, and like stuff. So, like, well, obviously, this isn't true. But um, I got to, like, there was a point in the book where they'd just be like, oh, yes, by the way. And later that night, they beat all their kids senseless with the cord. And I'm like, well, there it is. That's why none of this has happened. It's be like, they're horrible child abusers. Yeah. And they wrote this book. That says that ghosts made them do it to cover it up, to cover up their horrific child abuse. It's like, no, you weren't haunted. You're just liars and you beat your kids, you know, yep. and you should be in jail. Yep. It's not not great. Yeah. Not great. I'm trying to remember who was in the remake. I don't know why. It just popped into my head. I'm going to look. I think somebody I know. I think maybe someone from Lost was in it. It was a big. Was, it was a big name. I think. I think maybe like Kate from Lost. She's an Ant Man. Was she in it? I don't know. Uh, Whatever oh, her name it was, is. It was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> right. Well, really. Yes. Wow. <laughs> he do this before or after Green Lantern. Well, this way, was he didn't lose. He, either way, he didn't learn his lesson. <laughs> Two thousand and five was the Amityville oh, okay. Horror remake. Yeah, uh, and I I, there I was watched... there was a horror movie with a guy from Lost in it. It was uh, the brother, the guy who was the the brother. The I can't remember his name. Oh my god! But oh, he Ian was Summer in it. Holder? Was a boogeyman? Yeah, yeah, he was in that. <laughs> I don't um, know why I remember that. I never even from, saw the movie. Got 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 Boone, the guy from Vampire Diaries. Uh, sure. I don't. know. I didn't Mr. watch Vampire Mr. Diaries. So, Mister Pretty Man. Let's see. Now, Hello. see this. This is the other thing that we do, guys. We kind of go oh. on these. Uh... Yeah, let's talk about Lost for the next fifteen minutes because we still have four Harry Potter movies. Oh to talk God! About. Yeah. So yeah. let's just get into that. Let's just get into that. Let's because okay. we could sit and talk about Lost forever. Um, but and, and the thing is, we both like it, and we both, you know, we both like how what, it Lost? ended. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Okay, guys. Okay, just just to put it out there before we talk about Harry Potter, the ending of Lost. I don't know what you guys' problem is, but y'all need to calm down. Okay. <laughs> First of all, it's been like twelve years. Okay. Uh... Two on that. Uh, secondly, it's like I actually like that they didn't answer all the questions because then none of it would make any sense. Right. So it's best to leave that stuff to like the imagination. And, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what people were expecting. Actually, I know exactly what they were expecting. They were expecting that, like, all their theories would come true. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it didn't, they, they, they got failed to mad. realize, I don't write this show. Yeah. So I don't get to dictate how it ends. Yeah. 
Anyway, moving on to Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter. Uh, our right. last our last show we discussed uh the first four movies in the yeah. in the Harry Potter series. Uh so we talked about Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, uh Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And so today we're going to be discussing briefly Order of the Phoenix, yeah. Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows part 1 and 2. 2. Okay. So, Order of the Phoenix is actually the first Harry Potter riff tracks I I watched slash listened to, however you want to say it. Uh, and it's just like, it completely sold me on riff tracks Harry Potter, but also like on Harry Potter because it was also around the same time they were doing all their Twilight stuff. So, yeah. like, all my Twilight and Harry Potter uh mythology is mixed in with riff tracks and mixed in with each other and that's why in storybook <laughs> harry potter and twilight are like the crossover it's one of the crossover chapters yeah um but uh it's uh i thought it was i thought it was great it was it was it's a fantastic riff i think oh absolutely i think it's probably my i think i like for as far as like the riff tracks goes for Harry Potter, I think the standouts for me anyway are three, four, five, and six out of the eight they did. So like that, those are my top four out of the eight. Yeah, um, I think I think I would probably agree with that. Uh, yeah. Goblet of Fire is definitely like, I think that's my top. My yeah, top I favorite. think it's probably yeah for me for, for me yeah, for me does. it's a it's a toss up between um, four and five. Uh, as far as Harry Potter riffs go, so it's between Goblet of Fire and Prisoner of not Prisoner of Azkaban, the one we're talking about right now, Order, Order of the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there's there's a really great uh, scene in here where they're <laughs> like they're at the the Ministry of Magic, uh-huh. and oh. they're like having like a court case, and and Dumbledore comes walking out. And he says his full name, Albus all, all Percival Wolfric yeah. Brian Dumbledore. And then they just continue it with the third, Esquire, Junior, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite my favorite riffs. And then when they yeah. when they're like going back, you know, they they have like the trap set up. Yeah, and like oh, and my, sneaking oh, that, back I'm, in. Oh, is this a mic joke? Uh. Yes, you probably okay. know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I think I know exactly the one you're talking about. Um, but I, I, I like when they first get down in there. They're like, come out of the elevator, and they're just like, the voice says, "Oh, Department of of Department Magic of Mysteries, something." Yeah, Department yeah. of Mysteries. Yeah, and they're just like, also hardware, ladies lingerie, lingerie. and blatant traps, and blatant for, traps idiot for idiot children. children. That's right. <laughs> yes, we're gonna go to the box with uh, Sirius under it and see if they pull the stick out. Yeah, and where's Admiral Akbar when you need him? It's a trap. It's like this yeah. this obvious, clear <laughs> trap. Oh, there's another great. Okay, before they go, before they go to the the you know how they're in um, Umbridge's um, Umbridge's office. Yeah, hot take. Umbridge, best headmaster that school ever had, because <laughs> they need to whip that school into shape, man. There's yeah. too much tomfoolery happening at Hogwarts. So <laughs> that's a joke. Um, yes. But uh, um, you know how this whole time is Snape evil or is he not? And we'll get on to the next one in the next two movies. 
<laughs> the convoluted life of Severus Snape, whom everybody <laughs> loves. And oh, I, Alec Rickman, I want to have his babies. <laughs> um, uh, there was a where um, Snape uh, covers for Harry. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in Umbridge's office. Um, he's like, no, I doubt. And then I think it's, I, I can't remember. I think it's probably Bill who says, be like, that's right. I am Snape. Who do I work for? Nobody knows. Now I shall dance. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that was Bill. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of my, like, like there are a lot of really, really good riffs. I mean, I mean, like any, I think. Now someone's trying to call me on the other line, but they're going to go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> they're going to have to wait. They're going to have to wait because I'm doing a podcast. I'm talking about Harry Potter, okay? I'm <laughs> talking po- about I'm, Harry I'm, Potter in the year 2021, damn it. That, that's right. <laughs> but we're not talking about it in the way that most people are talking about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... Um, because, you I'm know what? Think of... Read a different book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to life than just Harry Potter. Well, no, but well, actually, you want to know what book awesome I'm on know, Twitter. You want to know a book okay. I'm listening to right now on Audible? Yeah, the Christmas Pig by J.K. Rowling. The Christmas Pig. The Christmas Pig. Yeah. Interesting. It's like she's like doing kids' books again, and not like these gigantic uh, mysteries where she pretends to be a man. Speaking uh, of Christmas books, yeah, uh, I really need to find my copy of uh, the Stupidest Angel. By, uh, oh, by Christopher, Christopher Moore. Moore. I haven't read that one in a couple yeah. of years, and I love that book so much. That's uh, he's one of my he's one of my favorite authors. That was the right first there. that was the first Christopher Moore book I read, and that like got me hooked, and I ended up reading a whole bunch more. If you're out there and you're and if you want to know, here we go again with our with our offshoots. If <laughs> like if you got to pick like my favorite Christopher Moore books, I think if like. Uh, Blood Sucking Fiends, Island of yep. the Sequin Love Nun, and Lust Livered of Mel- Melancholy Cove. That's yes. Christopher Moore at like his best. Blood Sucking Fiends uh, is great. Is amazing. Um, but I think out of those three, if you only have to pick one, pick my favorite, which is Island of the Sequin Love Nun. But uh, anyway, Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so, so, so do we, anything more to say about Order of the Phoenix? I. I don't. I don't really think so. See, that's what I like about this is we don't really have to talk about the movies themselves because, you know, we don't have to go in depth on any of these because everybody knows what Harry Potter is. Yeah, what Harry Potter is. Yeah, like yeah. you know, be like, like be like, hey, look, if you want to go ahead and draw Umbridge Harry Potter erotic uh, fiction, that's your deal. Okay, please, it's your don't. deal. Not Leave us out of it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, now my brain is racing. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> No problem. Thanks. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so I don't have to think about that anymore. Let's move on to Half Blood Prince, which uh, is underrated, I think, as a riff. Honestly, yeah, um, I do too. One of my one of my favorite lines comes, you know, pretty close to the beginning on this one, I believe. Uh, it's when he's standing there in the train, just <laughs> goes right by him, and uh, I think it was I think it was Bill, and he's just like Thomas was in no mood to stop for wankers that day. <laughs> oh, it's just like a, oh, and by the way, our newspapers are confusing and ridiculous. It's yeah. like they're trying to like <laughs> recap. Yes, uh, um, and they're walking around uh, Hogwarts, you know, 
these halls haven't been the same since nearly headless Nick got dragged back down to hell. Oh, oh wait, okay. There's something in the uh, there's something in the previous riff yeah, that I forgot Order to mention. Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, in Order of the Phoenix, um, that is relevant to this and what you just said, and to like the Harry Potter films overall, is that at this point, at some point, they decided that uh, the competition between houses for the House Cup. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, they like they like uh, they toss that aside, yeah, and I think even like even with away. Quidditch in number five, I don't think there was any Quidditch at all. I don't think so. But uh, anyway, but um, somebody said something about uh, ten points to Gryffindor. Kevin says ten points to Gryffindor, or are we not doing that anymore? <laughs> and then there's another one where they're like trying to throw uh, the fortune teller. Um, Emma, what's her name? Oh, or, yeah. Uh, trying to throw her out. And then um, Harry's chasing Dumbledore, and he's like, who's winning the House Cup? We haven't had an update on that in, like, three movies. <laughs> we need so, to know. So Quidditch kind of took a nap. Thankfully. Uh, and uh, the House Cup it just never gets brought up again. And, like, the whole business with, like, even in Half-Blood Prince where, like, uh, they – they try to like downplay like a lot of the stuff that were the staples of the first movie, like yeah. getting on that dumbass train <laughs> and uh, platform like, like, nine and three quarters. Yeah, uh, and um, you know the whole beginning of the year feast and everything. In this movie, they just had Harry get beat up and left on the train, <laughs> and they just have Luna find him, and you know she does all her crazy Luna stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, good for, you know, good for riffing. And it's like, Luna's always great for, 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 for riffing. Uh, <laughs> she's amazing. She might be my favorite. But, uh, you got any favorite? Like, I, I think probably one of my favorite riffs in uh, this one happens towards the end. Uh, where they're in, like, it was the Battle of the Astronomy Tower, and Snape and and Harry oh, are hiding, hey. like, yeah. like, 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 right beneath. Yeah, yeah. And Snape shows up and tells Harry to shut up by, like, <laughs> you know, putting his finger to his 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 lips. And Snape is like, this. I think it's, I think it's Bill. Bill does the best. Snape, it's like, this is my nose. <laughs> yes, I love that because it's so That's... it's so simple and. <laughs> Like, and do it quickly. <laughs> oh, dude, I love Harry yeah. Potter riff tracks. Yes, it's so good. Yeah, see, but but after Half Blood Prince, they um, I think they did that one in like I think like 2011 or 2012, and then there was like a two year hiatus because they went on like their big VOD kick. Yeah. And then yeah, there was like this. Felt big... like it took forever. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and like even li- like the Rift Tracks forums <clears throat> at the times at forums.riftracks.com, <laughs> where uh, like that place is a ghost town now. But even back in the day when it was super active, people in that forum were just like toxic a holes, man. Just like the biggest. And I, I hung out there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was it yeah. was almost exactly two years between Half Blood Prince and the the Deathly Hallows Part One. But man, uh, you would not believe the complaining. 
about it's, it's about, an internet about, forum, Dave. I could I could definitely about, like, finish Harry Potter. When are you gonna finish <clears throat> Harry Potter? Like they're doing other stuff now, guys. Go back and watch the last six Harry Potters. Well, and then it was uh, it was October. It was Halloween of 2013 Halloween, when they did Deathly yeah. Hallows Part One, and then when they did eight, the second eight years part, ago, it was March. The long-awaited 2016. 2016, yeah, yeah, eight years ago. The long-awaited update to the Harry Potter series yes. was eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took them so long to do this, man. I'm gonna be a million years old by the time. Be like, well, yeah, that was eight years ago. So yeah. I love I love doing this to Jeremy to remind him because Jeremy's older than me and I don't like that I'm old. So I got to pick on somebody who's older than me just because yeah. he likes reminding you know, me how old yeah. I am. Well, I'm not yeah. that much younger than you though. See, that's still... the thing that, that that's what makes it the most funny. <laughs> but anyway, Harry Potter seven. Yes, the Deathly Hallows part one. One of my favorite running gags in this is when in the time it would like fade out. Go to black and then it would fade back in and they're like, and we're back with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One, Part Two, and then it would fade <laughs> out and come back and then we're back with the Deathly Hallows Part One, Part Three. <laughs> oh that. man! But just like, <clears throat> here's the thing about the last two Harry Potter movies, not the riffs because we all love pancakes, blah blah blah. Yeah, but um, they're kind of bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't like them as movies. Like, I wouldn't watch them on Rift, so let's get that out of the way right now. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just like, like the first one, the one we're currently speaking about, how convenient. Yeah. Um, it's just like, it's like, okay, so they have this big action scene at the beginning. And then <laughs> after that, they don't even go to Hogwarts in this movie at all. They, um, it's basically Harry, Ron, and Hermione. It's like they don't even get to like the Horcrux stuff until the next movie. Um, they, the, they uh, yeah, yeah. It's... They like it, it's it's them being sad and wandering around the forest, and like and they do that for two hours. It's like this did not need to be two movies. Why was this two movies? Oh, right, money. Um, yeah, and because Twilight was two parts for some stupid reason. Um, There's a great a great riff. Uh, Toward the beginning in the big action set when uh, Harry is with uh, uh, Hagrid and they're like trying to escape and they're going through the tunnel and he like barely touches a bus like with his feet and they make the joke and in that brief contact with that city bus Harry contracted every communicable disease and a creepy old man spilled juice on his pants. <laughs> oh. oh God. And then but, uh, uh, as they're flying away, uh, oops, just clipped a flying bicycle. Some kid in a red hoodie and his ugly little friend. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, like that one. Um, when, they're, when they're at uh, the, the Weasley's house oh. and, like, the people are starting to show up, one of the guys, uh, they're, they're, there's a showdown outside. They're pointing their wands at each other, and the one guy says, uh, what are the last words that Dumbledore spoke to the pair of us? And they say, these Pop-Tarts are a bargain. <laughs> Love that so much. Oh, oh God. Um... <laughs> when uh, Harry's, like, looking for that necklace, 
And he finds it. And Bill's like, aha, the goblet stone of Alakazam. Sorry, guys, I, I lost the plot. <laughs> well, okay, you want to know what my favorite part of this whole uh, movie was? They're so good. What's that? Is that is that the end of the movie? The, like, they bookend this like, with, like, two big action oh, battles. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And, like, uh, whatever. And Dobby shows back up for the first time in, like, a billion years, thank God. <laughs> uh, and they brought him back just to kill him off. Just to kill him off. Uh, was he in? Was he in any of the other movies? Um, I think he was in two. I don't remember him being in any of the other ones. I don't. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I hate. I know Dobby there was a, a lot. different. There was a different house elf in uh, one of the other creature. Ones. Uh, yes. Yes, creature. Yes. yes. I liked creature um, so much better than Tommy. <laughs> like, but had, anyway. I mean, they, so, they cut out the whole, like, subplot of, like, Hermione fighting for house elf, elf liberation, yeah. Yeah. So that, it didn't, he didn't really need to show up much because, yeah, you out, know, out of the books. they weren't that important. But it did lead to my favorite joke in The Deathly Hallows Part 2 after he died. Yeah. Uh, when they're well, standing there, they're surveying the carnage, and there's, like, you know, dead students and... And he's just like, I know it hurts, but take comfort in the fact that Dobby is still dead. Dobby is still dead. <laughs> but that means like he was alive at one time. <laughs> but there's a, um, a uh, uh, what you call it? There's a joke I like to make on Twitter, on Facebook, just to see how many friends I can lose <laughs> at one time. I like put, be like, I like take a, be like, like, oh, they put on Dobby's tombstone. Dobby, he was a free elf. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say free? I meant dead. Dobby is a dead elf. <laughs> oh, he is a dead and then elf. all my and then all my friends who are like Harry Potter like freaks just like <laughs> Dobby. <laughs> Dobby was a hero. I was like, no, he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. He was annoying. Oh, but man. anyway, the next the, the the next movie is where they like go back to Hogwarts and all. The incomprehensible Horcrux stuff, which is done so well in the books. Okay, look, here's the thing. Harry Potter, the the book, like like the Deathly Hallows, is probably mm-hmm. the best Harry Potter book because J.K. Rowling grew as a writer and she evolved. And it's just like, you know, you can tell she wants to write more adult kind of stuff. Yeah. And so And so the seventh one is clearly the best. But the movie is the worst two movies at all. <laughs> it really is. I like, love the, I love, I love what they put on here uh, for the for the blurb for Deathly Hallows Part Two. At long last, the conclusion to the endless, seriously endless, so unbelievably endless. They took two whole movies to end it. Endless Harry Potter saga. Yeah. But um, is there anything really like? Anything that sticks out at you? Because there, 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 there's one thing that sticks out about that. The one thing that I remember the most from this movie, and it's uh-huh. kind of like all the stuff. I mean, there is the thing at um, where Harry goes, he dies, he sees Dumbledore's ghost, or some yeah. stupid crap. And uh, but uh, there's that. I, I remember that. Then they have the big fight scene where you know, like uh, old Bob Snakeface gets. Uh, gets killed and he turns into ash yeah and hogwarts is in ruin but like the thing that i think sticks out to me the most is the very end of the movie oh yeah the yeah. uh 
after after let's see, after he defeats you know Voldemort or Bob Snakeface, I really like that name. Yeah. Uh, well, he like breaks the Elder Wand. Yeah. Like this ancient artifact from the yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> snap. Yeah, he just throws it. And like, I'm not gonna do it. And then like and then the riff on that is. Uh, Bill's like he like makes a new enemy. He's like, oh no, you killed! Me. Like this <laughs> wand is stuck in my head. I got uh, right, at least eight movies right before worth of the, stuff. But before we get to the to the actual bad thing, the worst thing in this yeah. movie. Oh yeah, uh, the yeah. There's there's a great riff when uh, Voldemort is turning into ash. Yeah, and he's like, wait a second, you're not Jerry Potter. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really like that, but yeah, we get a flash forward. Oh yeah, uh, we might as gang, well do this for Harry and the gang. And uh, when does that flash forward take place again, Dave? Okay, so here's a couple things about uh, about the flash forward. <sighs> um, Harry Potter, like added. I, I I went to the Harry Potter wiki because this is the kind of time I have. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I was like looking up because I used to lurk around on the Harry Potter wiki a lot back when I was like way into Harry Potter riff tracks Harry Potter I should say yeah because it's two different things um and uh I was just kind of like see like because JK Rowling did a whole bunch of dumb stuff where she said this person's married this person like all this other stuff where all this kind of like where I was kind of mad at JK Rowling for a long time because she wouldn't stop messing with it now she's saying all kinds of other dumb stuff but well, I mean, we don't talk about well, that here. No, we don't talk uh, about that here. Uh, but, but yes, um, we are aware of it. Just, yes, just throw yes, that we out are there. aware of it. We are, we are. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the irony of her pretending to be a man to publish her other books is not long. <laughs> but um, uh, the thing is, and I completely lost my train of thought, but... Um, Talking about how old... How, yeah, when how, it, when how, it took okay, place, how yes. old? Yeah, they they calculate how old Harry Potter was and like on the exact date he was born. I don't know where they get this from, but uh, apparently, like in the movies or in some official guide that's sanctioned by J.K. Rowling, uh, like it's somewhere established that Harry Potter was born on July thirty first, nineteen eighty. Okay, so today before the podcast, and I just show you that I do prepare. <laughs> I asked Siri, "How old is, is Harry Potter?" I think she's going to tell me to f off. Like she's not going to tell me <laughs> what that is. Number one, I'm driving in my car. She's going to be like, "I can't give you that information while you're driving." No, she didn't do that. She'd be like, "Harry Potter," like he was a real person, like he was Barack Obama. Like I asked how old Barack Obama was. Yeah. Like Harry Potter was born on July 31st, 1980, and is 41 <laughs> years old. I was like, "Damn." <laughs> He's six months older than me. But um, so uh, that flash forward scene. So they're like this wiki has like everything cataloged. Like every battle, every every character has a birthday. And like they were able to, you know, just it, it, it's very intricate. So this flash forward, they calculated it to where this flash forward takes place on September 4th. First, 2017. This far future flash forward took place four years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason this is so uh, 
extra depressing is how they made our heroes look. Yeah, in that, in that they, scene, they they aged them up a little bit, they, and they uh, aged, but they weren't kind to them either. No, like they like like they like you know they weren't like you know uh, you know uh, a couple of years ago Jennifer Lopez and um, Shakira were jiggling their butts on like some New Year's Eve freaking show, and they're like one of them's like fifty seven, the other one's like approaching 50 and they're like oh wow good for them no they didn't really do that for harry potter and these guys are in their mid-30s yeah and they look terrible they like yeah like, I don't, I, little, it, it's like it, it's dumpy. like it, it, they they put them they all in like their these middle management jobs made them like regular like 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 it seemed like they went out of their way to make them regular looking burnt out just like people who've just given up you know it's like yeah it's like they didn't take care of themselves it's just like it looks real real bad like especially harry i think because like this 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 the the five o'clock shadow they gave harry makes him look so old (laughs) it really does it really does it's like I, like it's like I like back then. So he was like thirty six or thirty seven in that scene. Yeah, it, you're, you're thirty six. You shouldn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you no, definitely but, shouldn't look that dumpy. But anyway, um, they did. They did all those characters dirty in that scene by just yes. making them look the way they did. It's it's depressing. They sure did. Uh, a couple of my favorite. Uh, one of my other favorite riffs. Uh, from this last film was when uh, Snape was dying. <laughs> and uh, they're, first they're talking about Quidditch, and he's like, Quidditch was a joke. It was never meant to be a thing. And uh, he's like, I regret two things, inventing Quidditch and making out with Filch. Well, one <laughs> thing, really. Filch was surprisingly tender. <laughs> uh, I liked that. Uh, but I'm going to end this on a bummer note. Uh, okay. I'm going to end this on a bummer note. For anybody who is, is around our age, which is probably most of the people who listen to this, uh, oh, wow. who remembers, uh, as an ambulance drives by my house, uh, remembers the show Quantum Leap, uh, Dean Stockwell has passed away. What? Why are you bringing that up on the True Blue Pot on True Blue I just, Cast? I just saw it. It just happened. Like, and that's how an, we're gonna end an hour ago. That's how we're gonna end the podcast today. I don't mean to be laughing about it, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, he was eighty five. Yeah, eighty five. Wasn't he in? Wasn't he in Dune too? Yes, he was in the the original uh, David Lynch Dune, and. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's been in a lot of stuff, but yeah, he was most a, people most, would recognize him famous from. For, yeah, he was being a hologram. Yeah, he was Al. hologram helper man. Yeah, yeah. So they can't ever do that quantum leap revival when we find out if um, uh, main character man made it. Oh no, he never <laughs> made it home. Well, we, we never found out what happened to that guy. Yeah, they I just honestly killed him off in text. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I haven't seen Quantum Leap in quite a while, so. Uh, but yeah, it's 
that's depressing. Yeah. But hey, if you like the podcast, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I can't do it. Oh, wow. man. No, well, no, 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 no. I'm not going to. Quantum leap. Quantum leap. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to end it. I'm not going to end it with a plug. Uh, I'll just, I'll just say that's it for today. Uh, okay. you can, you can follow me on Twitter at PB and awesome. Uh, pretty much anywhere else on the internet that you find a PB and awesome. It's going to be me. So, uh, say hi, wherever you're at. Uh, you can also follow the podcast at TB Riffcast. And, uh, as soon as we're done here, we are going to raid Rift Tracks, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. But, yeah. And, uh, I'm Dave. You can check me out on Twitter at D Chadwick author. Got it right this time. Hey. Because for years and years it was something else. <laughs> uh, and um, you can check me out on at my website at DaveChadwick.info and buy all my books. And um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's it for this week's episode. We'll see you guys next week for more True Blue Riffcast. Rock till you die. Oh